0: Howdy Howdy Do Who fans and welcome to the Big Blue Box podcast. My name's Gary.
1: My name's Maria.
2: My name's Mark.
0: My name's Jordan. Hey, and welcome to the Big Blue Box podcast. This is no episode here. This is another round table with our writers. Let's get into it. There must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine.
3: Our lives are different too
0: Wowzers, that's a long intro, when we're all sitting, each looking at each other on Skype, ready to crack on, I can see everybody's eyes just glazing over, like, yeah, this music will be done in a minute, and then we'll be, then we can crack on. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Big Blue Box podcast, it's another week, it's another week of, uh, uh, well, you guys have heard this before, those of you that listen to the show, within the last, I guess, uh, when did we last do this? few months ago, I think it was, you will know that when uh, there's stuff to talk about or one of the hosts is away, uh, we're drafting these guys to waffle and do a bit of a round table. So quick introduction to those of you that have not listened to an episode with these guys before. These guys are, you certainly would have read their stuff if you haven't heard them on the show before. So these are the guys that put out the awesome reviews and articles on the website. So we have Maria. Hello, Maria. maria is experiencing technical gremlins as we speak maria hello maria try again there she is oh there hi, you are hi Gary. hi
1: there. everybody sorry my my connection is really bad at this end so i do apologize
0: <laughs> no worries no worries uh, uh, welcome welcome jordan hello dude
1: hello you're all in.
0: Right? yeah very good very well thank you and mark <laughs> you mark hey buddy
2: hello yes How's, how is everybody
0: we are all we all good. I think I speak for everybody by saying that we're all good, I think. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> we're all good. So, yes, as I mentioned, these guys put out the awesome reviews and articles on the website. Uh, most recently, uh, we had a load of big Finnish articles, uh, reviews up from um, Jordan. Uh, a little while ago, we had the Dalek Protocol. Uh, they had the Lone Centurion. Obviously, the Ninth Doctor Stuff, Ravages, uh, which I think we've all listened to anyway, um, I think. Um uh, and jordan put a review out for that and then maria's very cool write up on 25 years reacting to the doctor who tv movie which is good um what was the last thing that mark did let's have a look
2: <laughs> that's a good question I'll, let's have I'll, a look i'll elaborate more on why i've not written much um i think later on but
0: uh... i think it's probably got something to do we've all got a life i think we've all got stuff to do <laughs> that is a bit of it <laughs> uh, yeah i think your last stuff was the stranded um began yeah, stuff i believe
2: stranded it. and i think it brought a bit about being a fan and well being a new fan in the
0: 90s indeed that was very cool the empty children growing up as a doctor yeah. who yeah, yeah yeah, all good stuff so yes um adam is not with us at the moment so you would have seen on the socials that he's buggered off to get a bit of a tan so we're holding it's down right the fort. For yeah it's all right it's all right for some yeah <laughs> um so it's going to be us guys another round table which is all good so one of the things that we've been chatting about in discord over the last few days because we've been batting around um you know what we're going to talk about and we've got something we want to come on to but before that i just want to pick your guys brains on um I i spoke about maria's article the tv movie in 25 years and so on so uh first of all where is the time gone 25 yeah, it's just crazy 25 years since, uh, <laughs> since the film but um it was a really good article maria it was a very very cool breakdown of
1: oh thank you it made me feel old actually reviewing that movie again because i remember watching it the first time around so yeah it was a bit of a strange experience but yeah that, that's um yeah 25 years yeah where has the time gone exactly
3: it's by. Would now we'll be a, be a, a bad old, time to say a this bit wise, film I came out the year I was born. Oh, Jordan, shut up! Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> that's depressing. I can say yeah, I old as the TV movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it wasn't this year, that'd be a good trivia question. If somebody asked how old you are, even if they're not a Doctor Who fan, just yeah, oh, as old as the Doctor Who TV movie. Go and work that out. <laughs> yeah. So, 25 years. So, what so, was so your?
1: Jordan, you could have been. You could have been called (laughs) Bruce.
0: Sorry, Maria, say that again. Ah, Maria. This is like the song from West Side Story. We need to be singing out loudly. While Maria's sorting that out, you guys, you mentioned that you were born the year it came out, Jordan. What's your first uh, impression, though? What's your first uh, memory, I guess, of watching that for the first time?
3: I thought it was pretty good. It was, <laughs> it you know, it was, it was, it was something. I said, I certainly don't hate it. I certainly don't hate the TV movie. Um, I, it's just very, very American. It's very American. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh,
3: yeah. But do you know what? I don't hate that. It's not. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: Okay. Okay, so that's not that's not a, a, a damning uh, <laughs> a review, but at the same time, it's I, not. A, I, I really like yeah. it. It's just, mm, okay, yeah, not. No. I
3: think I think Doctor Who's done worse. Um, <laughs> yes. you know, I'm gonna say Underworld, uh, the Saranga Conundrum, um, oh. the Battle of Ranskorav Kolos, Timeless children. You know, Doctor Who's done 10 times worse than the TV movie. So. Okay. Okay. Mark.
2: (laughs) Bloody hell. I mean, we we come, you know, happy 25th birthday, the TV movie. (laughs) Sorry, I love having one of them dates today. So it's. I'm a big fan. I I watched it the night it went out. I I would have been. 10 years old um when that went out uh, my dad went against my mum's advice because she was like because it had come out on VHS a couple of days beforehand and she was like "James it's a 12 you can't, <laughs> you can't be letting him watch it" he let me watch it we had a lovely time and i've always had a really um soft spot for it really it's it was kind of i'd been watching doctor who on and off for about 4 years beforehand just through repeats um, but this kind of felt like it was mine because it was like properly new Doctor Who and oh, maybe there's going to be a series which never transpired and it was the thing that kind of, I think, turned me into a fan really. So uh, there we go, there's a nice celebratory uh, thing about the TV movie.
0: A little bit more upbeat than yes. Jordan's scathing uh, middle-of-the-road <laughs> review. It's,
3: it's, it's definitely <laughs> been one of those days for me today. It's
0: <laughs> Oh, it's one, oh, okay. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I remember the first time watching the uh the, the TV movie and thinking Wow, that's just really different. Not necessarily in a bad or a good way, just but at th- that point, um I guess if you have a big divide between classic and modern Doctor Who, um but just unlike any of that stuff, you know, from either Era, I'm thinking, wow, this is really different. But I, I, I remember thinking that the soundtrack was amazing. I really liked the soundtrack, and I thought Paul McGann was was amazing in certain points. Um, but it does feel like, and it's really weird saying that because to any of our American or Canadian or North American friends that are that listen to the show, it's really it sounds like it's um uh like it's a bit of a diss to say that because a lot of people do say it, that it's very American you know, and it's very Americanized and stuff like that. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just the very, uh, the, the whole vibe is very, uh, production led from that time. If you look at other TV series that were out, um, uh, around that time, it's got that vibe and that feel to it. So, um, but yeah, what do you, what do you guys think about McGann specifically then? Because he has endured, let's be honest, you know, he's still knocking around and doing lots of big finish. So, Still, still a very popular, Doctor.
3: I I really like him. I really like Paul McGann. I I I like him in the TV movie. You know, I love his big finish stuff. <clears throat> um. So no, I think he's I think he's pretty pretty good in it.
0: Okay. Okay, Mark. Yeah, you're you a fan of McGann's?
3: I I I think McGann's great.
2: Um. He's my doctor in a way. Um, you know, I kind of went from the TV movie to the comic strips in DWM. At that time, I think were some of the best kind of Doctor mm. Who uh, stories um, that I was kind of reading, really, or or, or sort of appreciating visually. Um, so that was all great. And then you had Big Finish audios as well. So I've I've been a huge McGann fan, and it's kind of weird that he's been the Doctor now for twenty five years. Crazy. And kind of yeah. without, you know, unlike some of the others, without a pause, really. I mean, <laughs> I guess there was that three or four years between the TV movie and him kind of signing up with Big Finish. But, yeah, it's um, it's been kind of non-stop for him, really.
0: Yeah, almost in the background for a while. Mm. And then with the explosion of, of his stuff on Big Finish. Uh, and then we had that little bit, didn't we? We had the little sort of returned to tv when he did the day of the doctor a little short uh what was it a little 10-15 minute thing was it called yeah night of the no what was that one called
3: i think yeah i think it is night of the
0: doctor yeah 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 so he came back for a little bit there and he had a different look he had the short hair looked like a very different um like he'd been through the mill since last time we had seen him uh as a doctor on tv so that was kind of cool but he's a superb doctor though he's very good i mean some of his stories for big Finish. I wouldn't say all of them are, are belters but certainly a, a handful of them are really good like really super good really highlights his strengths as as a doctor and stuff so maybe he'll come back for the 60th maybe they'll do a little a cheeky little thing if they do a 60th thing maybe he'll come back who knows um maria can we hear you yet <laughs> have, have the cyber mats left left your laptop yet hello hey <laughs> Twenty five. Yeah, we can. Yeah, twenty five years. What was your first impression? Your first memory of the TV movie?
1: I'm still on my. Can you hear me? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> your first memories of the TV movie.
1: Oh. Uh. Well, I I remember it went out during the week, and um, I th- I think what it was, oh. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. It's very American. And I think because we were so used to kind of what Doctor Who was at that time, you know, because we had, you know, we went through some really, really bad stuff before before the series kind of got cancelled. I think because we were so used to that kind of stuff, or I was anyway, um, I think in the film kind of was just so different when it came out. It, you know, it's a bit like watching... It's a bit like watching Torchwood 4 when you've watched um, Torchwood 1 and 2 and kind of 3 and kind of seen it. And, it, you know, it, it was just so different. But um, I think I, I think I didn't really appreciate Paul McGann, I think, at the time. I didn't realise how good his performance was. Um, so now, coming back to it now, I think I've appreciated it a lot more um, because, obviously, I think... Um, of obviously the new series and kind of and obviously listening to a bit of big finish you can really see the potential of what his doctor could be or could have been as well so um yeah I've I've kind of come full circle back to the back to the film because I didn't like it originally now I like it a lot more but it's mainly because of the latest stuff that he's done as well that's kind of uh, his characters developed so much more, and you can see that potential in the movie. I mean, he's the only good thing about the movie, really, if I'm <laughs> honest. Um, although I, <laughs> yeah, well, he is really. I mean, he's the, he's the one that kind of drives it and actually makes it a good film. Because I think that the characters, the other characters in it, are kind of not not as well defined. They're kind they are kind of a bit stock kind of characters and um, it's it, for what it is, you know, it's a it's a product of its time. It is a product of the 90s. And I think, you know, we've got to appreciate it for what it is. Um mm-hmm. and it it yeah, it kind of it kind of fits in, you know, it, it fits in between the the old series and the new series. You know, it kind of bridges them. So you know I appreciate it on that. You know, for that as well, because they c- could have gone in a completely different direction with it. They could have, mm. they could have rebooted the whole series, done something completely different. Um, you know, and it could have been, could have been a completely different show by now. But um, yeah, no, I, 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 re- I really like Paul McGann, and I, and I think I, I think I posted on the Discord server, um, hit the speech that he does, um, the Pandorica speech, which he does, which is really fantastic when you hear him kind of um, you know, doing some of the modern stuff as well. So, you know, he's, he's, um, he's actually a very good kind of modern doctor. Actually, he would fit into the new series. I think really well.
0: Yeah. um, If he wasn't already a doctor. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I think he would be a good fit. Uh, if by some strange paradox, whatever weirdness that, you know, the, the Chibbers or the BBC could concoct to bring some weirdness to the show, I think, uh, you know, distorted time streams aside, I think he would be good uh, a good doctor to slot into the modern stuff. It'd be very difficult to to bring someone back like I don't know like Peter Davison. It'd be weird to have his doctor. I don't think he would be a good fit as a full time doctor in the modern years, but I think McGann would slot in quite nicely. that's a good point actually.
2: Well, I think yeah. also because the last time we saw McGann on screen was two thousand and thirteen, and he's not really aged. Since then, Bugger. so actually, yep. he could easily kind of just slot in and look like the doctor around that kind of night of the doctor time without mm. you know, Davison or Colin Baker wouldn't fly, you know, <laughs> nowadays. But I, McGann would get away with it, no problem, I think. Yeah. Although McCoy, you know, McCoy in that season 24 trailer, he does sell it. He, <laughs> there yeah, is I mean, about him. still He's rocking still the spoons, it, yeah, still got it, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I'll tell you who would be good to come back, who's still got it, Defo, is um, is Sophie Aldridge. I think if she came back as Ace, that yeah. would be amazing. She's really good. Yeah, she is really yeah. great. In that trailer that they did for, I think it was the, the, the other McCoy set or something. Yeah, season 26. Yeah. 26, yeah. that was it, yeah. When they did that really nice aerial shot of the Shard and then... She was in there. She had, She looked really cool. I mean, she's aged, obviously. Not as much as, like you said about McGann. You know, he looks like he hasn't really aged that much. So mm. he'd be cool. So you can tell that she's aged. She has aged, but she does look very cool for it. I think she's got a lot of energy still. She, she'd be a good modern ace. Yeah. And uh, fast forwarding then to, um, to uh, another doctor that's come back recently, albeit for albeit just for audio only. We have to stress that for the sake of <laughs> Eccleston's uh, lawyers, uh, for audio only. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to it, Maria, but um, the recent story you yeah, have. Okay, so Ravages uh, that landed a, few, a couple of weeks ago. Um, just very, not going to go into too much detail, but just very briefly, what did you guys think to, to Mr. Eccleston coming back?
2: Um, <laughs> so it's great to hear him again it's definitely great to hear him again as the doctor. Um, But I just, uh, the story itself that I just, it just doesn't back him up. And I think having a long three part um, epic in kind of inverted commas, I think kind of goes against the spirit of his era where it was all really frenetic and fast and energetic stuff. Um, And like really quick stories, wrapped up in 45 minutes um and it has none of that energy in in the box set it's very kind of languorous and uh drawn out so yeah i was a bit disappointed i've got to say um i'm intrigued by the you know this move the move to the kind of individual plays that they're going to do for the other two box sets and the idea of the doctor meeting a cyberman on the set of metropolis speaks to me uh, as a film fan so i'm i'm Excited for that, but uh yeah, I was a bit disappointed by Ravagers. No, oh. oh. it was. Yeah, I
3: definitely, I definitely liked hearing Eccleston back again. Um Yeah, he he still got it, I think, as as the Doctor. But there was there was just something that wasn't I didn't like about having three connected stories for this this one set. I think right. maybe had it been later on released, like, I I think I said in the review, either sort of second or maybe third set, it might have been okay. But it kind of felt like one, I do it's because I was one story stretched into three with nothing in between. It was, there was definitely something missing there. There wasn't that, there wasn't the energy that there was in the first series in in his tv series i don't think right right
0: yeah which is um which is weird because the trailer that they put out that was very the clips that they use of eccleston in the trailer which you'd expect them to do for marketing purposes uh, was very energetic and very upbeat yeah. and all that you know quite shouty and excited and stuff um but no you're right i think um it, uh, we were all in agreement i think that it was great to hear him again as the doctor it was great to have him you know rocking and rolling again as the doctor but p- yeah the the stories were potentially a little bit yeah not not big finishes finest uh i would say but still you know still pretty decent not not too bad not too bad i think mark's probably more like i'll take it or leave it
2: <laughs> uh, a little bit yeah um yeah, I, I I don't know. I I just think um, setting it pre Rose as well. I just <laughs> it
0: I, it
2: kind of I, it it's as it's as bad as sticking the Daleks in. Um, I think it kind of really upturns that first series um, mm-hmm. by having him kind of having adventures before he meets Rose, whereas the impression that I've always got and that is kind of. Emphasised in Day of the Doctor by Stephen Moffat um, is that he basically goes from destroying Gallifrey to tracking down some autons at a department store, bumps into Rose, and then he's off, you know, and, and his sort of survivor's guilt is kind of healed by this friendship with Rose. So to have 12 <laughs> hours of adventures that take place before that just cheapens it a bit, I think. And that's, I think the problem you kind of well it's the, it's the risk you take when you do these sort of big finish plays and it's like well what what are you serving are you serving um a wider story or are you just appealing to people that just want, want to hear that doctor mm-hmm. again
0: yeah um i think it's a bit it's, of both
2: yeah yeah it's a weird kind of thing but
0: yeah i uh maria did you say you've not listened to ravagers yet you're muted by the way maria Crikey, Moses. Um, no, I'm
1: really sorry. I haven't had a chance. Am I? Okay. Oh,
0: There you go. No, you're all right. We urge you. We urge you.
1: Um, yeah, no, I haven't had a chance to um listen to Ravages. I'm, I mean, obviously, I, I was hoping it would be a really good... Um, box set, um, you know. Cause sometimes it can be, um, you know, you can be surprised by it. So I, I'm definitely going to give it a listen anyway, um, and kind of um, make my own mind up. I mean, I'm I'm hoping Christopher Eccleston, you know, still kind of um, powers through it. I mean, would you would, would you say that is it the subject do you think of the box set that is is, is kind of not appealing? Or is it? It's not him, is it? It's more the story that maybe doesn't appeal appeal as much.
3: Yeah, I would. I would definitely say I think it was the story. Jordan, I th- I think Eccleston was, was story. brilliant in it. Um, I I just think having one big connected story was possibly a bit of a mistake for the first the first set. But mm. Eccleston is brilliant in it. From like the word go, he's good in it he's great in it so definitely definitely give it a listen i mean i was seeing people on twitter you know sort of ranting and raving about it and i loved the trailer when they bought the trailer out but listening to it i just it wasn't my cup of tea but i can see why everybody else loved it so
0: yeah that's a good point yeah i think how you closed out your review is probably perfectly summed up jordan with this where um Uh, then you it sounded like you were looking forward to the next like the upcoming set that's you know where they've potentially got more chance to um to kind of uh properly plan out the story that's a bit more accessible rather than the big timey-wimey connected stuff that they went straight off the bat with so yeah give it a listen Maria um Eccleston is great you know it's familiar territory with him uh you know he seemed to have slipped back into it very quickly and comfortably which is good it's more the uh like jordan said it's more the um the narrative really that's a bit you sort of have to get your head around a bit you know they didn't have any of that stuff rocking and rolling when he was the tv doctor so yeah yes
1: maybe they should have got rtd to write it and then it would have <laughs> been fine
0: oh can you imagine they've just got <laughs> him back into the studio he's I'm in there for. he's in the booth ready to rock and roll and- oh by the way chris the uh writer that's uh uh, you know, we, we've used a, a pseudonym so far, but this is the, the dude that's uh, written everything. You can be working closely with him from here on in and in walks Russell and it just collapses before their eyes and he jumps through the window. That wouldn't be. <laughs> they,
3: they wouldn't see him for dust. Yeah. Old That yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So that's kind of what's been going on in the world of Doctor Who, I guess. Um, nothing has been really quiet. I, I haven't tweeted much over the last week or so, just because there's been... Very little happening um, uh, overall in the world of Doctor Who, just not much at all. I just put a tweet out the other day. It was just a gif of just some tumbleweed slowly meandering across a sandy road. It was uh, quite depressing in a way. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that, but it just the way I was feeling, it. I was just like, nothing's going on. But uh, let's let's get on to the, onto the thing then. So, Mark, you put this thing in Discord, uh, and it might explain why you've not written uh, lately for the site. So... Go on, then. There's too much Doctor Who, is there?
2: Yeah, I feel. I feel like uh, I'm on some kind of controversial, like shock, shock radio show. There's too much Doctor Who now. Discuss. Um, yeah, I just. Um, it, it's interesting. What you say, guy? You know, you're right. There is no kind of news um, at the moment. Big finish. You know, tweeted yesterday. We we've. Here's twenty more box sets scheduled for next year. We're not going to give you any information on them, but there's twenty more box sets. Like pre-order them, and it. I just was like, who needs this? Um, I just. I, I feel at the moment that, um, and I have, I'm not taken to the new series as as much as I would have liked to have done with with sort of series eleven and twelve. But I'm about to revisit it all. Um, so I'll be interested to see kind of what it does in a second viewing, but I just it's its now, if you're a Doctor Who fan, and you don't like the current series, it's like well don't worry,
0: here's
2: <laughs> hundreds more adventures for all your favourite Doctors <clears throat> and like I say with the echoes and stuff, yeah sure it's lovely to hear them again and, and that's fine but isn't it nice sometimes that things kind of exist in their own time? Like, you know, like the Ninth Doctor says, everything has its time and everything ends. (laughs) Um, And I think bolting on these kind of new adventures, bolting on um, sort of big, sort of impactful character moments onto 80s or 70s Doctors that can never possibly be taken any further because we know how their adventures actually kind of pan out on screen. It all just feels a bit unnecessary now. And it feels like it, it feels like we're kind of at saturation point with expanded media, right. whilst the right. TV show itself is kind of quietly ticking along and kind of falling by the wayside. And I worry about that. I think that's a strange place to be. Like Doctor Who now as a television show seems to just be... Um, just something that kind of comes back every year, and if you're into it, hey, great! It's coming back next week. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas before, it it really felt like this kind of global um,
0: event powerhouse, really. Yeah. Certainly
2: for like sort of 2013 um, to like I think maybe Capaldi's kind of first or second series where they did that massive world tour and and it was huge. Um, and it was, but that was all about the current show. It wasn't about Expanded media—it was never about, mm-hmm. you know, comic book team ups or novelized crossover events or audio plays featuring, you know, you the new unit team, the curator, some ice warriors, and the eleven. Oh, uh, and Harry Sullivan as well. Let's throw him in there. Um, so yeah, I just I just feel like at the moment we're kind of at a saturation point with Doctor Who. They seem to be trying to go for a Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of deal. Mm. where you've got all these kind of um, spin-off shows, but rather than having an Iron Man film, a Captain America film, a Spider-Man film, you've got a fourth Doctor box set, a fifth Doctor box set, a sixth Doctor box set, but they're all the same guy. <laughs> 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 but with just different voices. So yeah, that's that's my opening salvo. <laughs> it would be interesting to hear what people think.
0: Jordan.
3: And um. I, I would definitely say I think there is an awful lot of Big Finish coming out at the moment and it's it is sort of one of those things where you can kind of see like you sort of you have to pick and choose what you're going to listen to and it's kind of it's I don't think I'm going to I would say Big Finish I don't think is as accessible anymore because there's just so much of it and it you know a lot of it is great but some of it is not so much, um, but I th- I think unfortunately the problem is is for me, sort of you know the Chibnall era so much is kept under wraps and it's even like the trailers. I think I could probably count on one hand the time I saw the trailer for this last series on the telly. It, it they've mm. it's not really very well advertised particularly anymore, mm. so it's. So there is kind of that, that. I don't think they're kind of doing the TV series very well. Um, so it's sort of big finish, like oh, let's sort of get on the sort of the hype a little bit here. But then, I mean, this unit box set, you know, you've got about six million different characters here. You know, you, there's there's the there's the new lady who's going to be one of Tom Baker's companions that's also in it and it's kind of like okay well then sort of how does all this, how does it all fit together Yeah, continuity, how does it all how does it all fit together so I think it's definitely, there is definitely a a lot of Doctor Who which you know isn't necessarily a bad thing but I don't think it's as accessible as it was Mm
0: -hmm.
3: sort of even a few years ago I think accessibility is a really good point
2: Um, And I think with now that they've wrapped up the monthly range, which is usually where you could where you would find um, some really interesting kind of one off plays. Um, Yeah. All the best stuff was in in the monthly range. Some of the box sets have some some cracking stories in them. But um, you then have to sit through three hours of stuff that's perfectly serviceable and enjoyable. But, you know, it's not. It's just more Doctor Who it's like, hey, do you want more Doctor Who? Here's some more yeah. Doctor Who. Um, but and yeah, and it's like, how do you, how do you go on that website now, and start? Like, where do you start? Do you, mm-hmm. I've I, I've had a few people ask me over the years, oh, you know, where, where's a good place to start with audio Doctor Who? And I kind of just say, just pick something <laughs> with your favorite Doctor and preferably one of the one of the lower numbers on the monthly range when it was still quite interesting and doing doing kind of new things with doctor who but also kind of being aware of the fact it's an audio medium i think now what big finish does is it's um, it tries to tell these big sweeping cinematic stories that you could never realize on screen on a telly show but that when it translated to audio it's just a bit of a racket It's just like Daleks (laughs) screaming, big explosions, all that kind of thing. A bit of a racket. Um, So yeah, it's it's a weird kind of, I I much prefer those kind of smaller chamber, like audio dramas, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, about sort of characters in a place. Yes. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Um, Because we get asked the same question all the time, get tweets and emails and stuff like, where do we start? Like, I want to start listening to big finish, but where do I start? And we have similar answers, really. It's just, are there any doctors that you like in particular? If there is then gravitate towards that doctor and just, you know, pick out a few, you know, just good luck. <laughs> just go and pick out a few stories <laughs> best of luck and, uh, and start doing it. There's a few websites that kind of help with that stuff. There was one that's unfortunately shut now, uh, the com. They were pretty good. They, uh, They had a pretty good rating system and you could see how it fit in loosely with story arcs and stuff. And they had a pretty good, you know, rating system and stuff. But otherwise, yeah, it is becoming a bit of a, because Big Finish is just a machine, right? They just pump out so much stuff. And the majority of it is good. Let's not beat around the bush. It is, you know, it is good stuff because they wouldn't be as successful as they are if they were putting out crappy content, you know. So, but it's just how do they handle that? experienced listener versus new listener how do you Mm -hmm. strike that happy medium it's a bit so i i I see what you're saying dude it it is a lot to (laughs) especially when they end that's the other thing as well they didn't drip feed any of that was it it was like right next year like boom yeah it's like all of this stuff so that's potentially worse for a new listener as well because you're like right i was just getting my head around where i wanted to start with you know insert doctor here and now you're gonna. You like land like all of these big box sets and epic adventures and connected stuff. It's like, yeah, it's a bit of a mind melter. Yeah,
2: yeah, and it's just like Tom Baker is going to be, and without getting too morbid, Tom Baker will continue to be the Doctor for, I reckon, five ten years after he's dead. The amount of big finished box sets that they're like recording with Tom Baker in advance Mm -hmm. because they know that you know that. I guess because that sells and because they want kind of more fourth doctor adventures and it's all right. And, and you're right, Gary, like it's all very well made. Like I'm not about to say that they're just turning out just (laughs) cheap amateur audios. They're all very well thought out and and very well produced, but it is, there is just a real sense of just more and more and more. And I just, I don't know. It's a bit daunting and it's a bit exhausting. Um, to just have this constant treadmill of new new old doctor who yes
0: yeah what do you reckon maria are you up for plenty more uh, doctor who coming out or you you, you you're more of uh, mark's opinion
1: I, I kind of i kind of agree with the guys a little bit um i mean i'm relatively new to big finish i mean i've always thought that they're quite expensive so i never i i'm the kind of person that if i bought one thing would want the whole set so i kind of i kind of decided i wasn't going to invest in big finish but obviously um you know i've listened to a few of the um audios um and i i, I, I do enjoy their stuff but i do agree with the guys i think um it is very much um there's so much of it um i mean i wouldn't have a clue where to start i kind of gravitate probably towards the fifth doctor because that was my era on the TV side. So I would kind of go for that and then kind of expand out. Um, yeah, there probably is too much big finish um, to be honest, because um, they're releasing so much every month. Um, I, I defy anybody to actually be able to listen to all of it and invest in it because you'd have to spend thousands of pounds um, if you wanted everything on there. Um, and, um, there was the, there's the thing about, I think, um, Big Finish is catering very much for the fan kind of side of Doctor Who. You know, it's all your favourite characters that are coming back and all your favourite Doctors. So, you know, they're filling, I suppose they're filling the f- fan needs, you know, so people will invest in it. Whereas the TV series has kind of got a different kind of, it, it's kind of, I, I agree with, you um, you know, with what Jordan was saying about, you know, we don't really hear very much about the TV series. It's, you know, that it's kept so secretive and, you know, there's nothing going on with it at the moment. Whereas that should be kind of central really, because that's the, that's the parent of everything. You know, everything else has kind of come off the TV series really. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I'd agree. There is, there is a lot of big finish out there and, um, uh I, I'm assuming they're going to continue. I'm assuming they're going to continue and they're going to be there for years to come. Um, but yeah, i I could definitely not I couldn't possibly kind of listen to all of it. so I you know I pick and choose what I wanna what I want to listen to
0: mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and based on on that stuff then, um I know that there are two very different beasts, the audio side of things and how that is run by Big Finish and the TV show and how that's managed and produced but do you do you guys think that the the bbc and how they run the tv show could maybe learn some lessons from from big finish because those guys even though we might agree or disagree about the volume of content and and the frequency and so on they always seem like they have a plan they've always seemed to map things out very well quite far in advance they know what stories they want to tell They've got. They. It seems like they've got their stuff together, whereas the TV show that seems to be a bit more up and down, hit and miss, roundabout. You know, sort of take your pick. So, um, don't know. Do you reckon they should draft Nick Briggs in a bit more and get him to to manage no. some of that? No, no, no. Okay, no. <laughs> I've no. heard enough. I've
2: heard enough of Nick Briggs. Oh no. Um, no.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think I think you are right though. I think they're they're um, they're definitely. I mean, it's not even about. Um, it's not even about sort of promotion well not yeah just sort of releasing trailers early or promotional images of monsters because I totally get wanting to keep the secrets and, and and sort of keep some surprises for people of course it's a tv show you you what you don't want to know I mean look at what happened with line of duty you know over um the past couple of weeks it became the biggest the biggest tv show for a decade because it captured people's imaginations and people were watching every week to find out what happened.
0: They like Doctor Who
2: used to be like that. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah.
2: it used to be like that. You know, I think I think is it not right that obviously the last, I think Line of Duty is the highest rated show since Kylie Minogue was in the Christmas special <laughs> or something like that. Um, so I mean, Doctor Who does have the. I mean, remember you know the end of um, the Stolen Earth. You know, there was weeks of press coverage about like, oh, is David Tennant going to be replaced? By a new actor, you know what's going to happen, um, and I just feel that there's not an engagement with with the general public. Actually, I think that's the problem with Doctor at the moment. It doesn't seem to be engaging with the general public or the fans. I mean, the fans, I would say, you know, they're always going to tune in. You could just, you know, keep mm-hmm. them to the sidelines. But yeah, there's no kind of engagement with the kind of wider general public. Mm-hmm. Which is a which is a risky thing, and I think again it comes down to a brand management thing. It's so that you've got all these adventures for past doctors in comic books and books? You know they've announced a new tenth doctor book the other week, to, well, the other day. Um, whereas I think when Russell T and Stephen Moffat were in charge, and I presume Ed Russell as as brand manager, it was very much a like. Well, the current doctor has to be the focus, and I don't get mm-hmm. that sense with with Jodie Whittaker, and I don't know if it's cold feet because they're overestimating how bad how bad the bad feeling on the internet is towards a female doctor when it's most likely just a you know a few random
0: <laughs> idiots, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah.
2: But I, you know, you look at what happened with Star Wars after, uh, um, what do you call it, Last Jedi. And they just kind of out to fan opinion, and then gave us an absolute mess to kind of round off the trilogy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the reason is behind it, but I do feel that the promotion of the show just is just a bit of a damp squib, and it's not it's not putting Jodie Whittaker front and center as Doctor Who, um, which is a which is a shame. And I guess it doesn't help that in the show for her first two series, she had three other. People in the TARDIS with her as well. Mm. Um, yeah, it's.
0: I read you. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I certainly feel like you mentioned Ed Russell. He was such a driving force for a lot of the stuff that we saw out in the wild. And yeah, there does seem to be a bit of a shift since people like, to people like that left, and there's been a. It feels like there's been a. There is a bit of a hole to be filled. Uh, with that stuff because when you see because uh, big finish don't spend a lot of money on marketing you know you, you never ever see tv adverts you never see radio or anything like that their stuff is all done via social media and a bit of youtube yet they still manage to um sort of drum up lots of in- if you think about the run-up to ravages coming out you know that was everybody that i spoke to all doctor who fans were hyped about that in the couple of months and the weeks that, that ran up to um to ravages coming out and they didn't they didn't spend a lot of money to drum up that it was just you know the i think people who were Ninth doctor fans were were up for it and also um the, the obvious fans of big finish that appreciate the the quality of the storytelling and so on whereas but they did also um, promote that in Sort of interviews on, on non kind of Doctor
2: Who or non sci-fi, there was definitely like a few interviews in in sort of the other press, just because Chris freckles didn't kind of going back to Doctor Who was a big deal. You of know? course, um, yeah, yeah. So they did definitely try and get some new listeners in with that. How successful that was, I don't know, but um, yeah, they definitely made a point, I think, of yeah making that clear.
0: Yeah, if you think about the run up to the a new series of the main show, though, that used to be I remember years ago when. It might have been different because it came. No, it wasn't. So, in the first few years after it came back, so probably two thousand and five to two thousand and seven, eight ish. I remember seeing just huge billboard posters everywhere for when a new, especially when a new series was about to kick off. Really huge posters, posters in the press, magazines. You know, obviously TV, um, and just and all sorts. Um, You just don't seem to get that much anymore.
2: Well, I remember like. Um, I think it was just the the weekend of uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice um, going out, and I think a couple of days beforehand you had Jenna Coleman and Peter Capaldi do that photo shoot outside Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. And on the, I remember standing on a tube platform with my girlfriend at the time, and there was like Daleks doing the station announcements and stuff like that, just stuff that kind of kept it in the in the public eye. And then the following. Well, the following couple of years, when they did series ten, you had, you know, uh, Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackie down at the South Bank on that glorious, like, um, graffiti art
1: sort oh, of picture yeah.
2: of yeah. sort yeah. of space and time and Daleks and Cybermen and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, there was a real real drive to these really cool like marketing pushes, um, which I, I I can't think of anything really from the past couple of years.
3: Not like that. It's sort of yeah. it's almost as if sort of like the BBC, like you said, they know that the fans are gonna tune in and watch it. So it's almost as if they've to me they've kind of been like, Well, we don't need to spend this money on like sort of making sure the the public will watch it because we've got the dedicated fans that will watch it. And it's but I do I do miss seeing things where they were going out and, you know, actively Promoting to just, you know, Joe Public
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: sort of thing.
0: Yeah. I suppose it's been a bit difficult the last year or so for obvious reasons. Yeah, but, yeah sure. Um, but even before that, though, I think the most that we saw them engage with fans was probably Comic Con. They've done a couple of panels at the big San Diego Comic Con, which was fairly cool. Uh, See, that
3: always bugs me as well. Is <laughs> they do it all at the. I know the San Diego one is the massive one.
0: Well, it's a big
2: industry but event, like, isn't it, more than a it, fan yeah, event? Yeah,
3: yeah. But you think, mm, well, they could always do some, like the ones we <laughs> have over here.
1: <laughs>
3: but, yeah, true. I mean, the, the ones I've been to, they all tend to be sort of like classic series mm-hmm. box sets orientated, you know, the MCM ones. Yes. Um, And they're always packed out. So imagine how packed out sort of the the panel room would be if they did something about the the new series kind of thing.
0: Yes. No, I agree. Somebody
2: pointed out the other day that, um, and I, I was, it was, it wasn't really until I saw that. It was that's a really interesting point actually is that, um, there's a lot of promotion at the moment for classic doctor who, um, because you've got the blu-ray box sets. Um, and like I say, you've got big finish and, and, uh, comic books and, and novels and stuff like that. And, uh, they kind of said, yeah, because they make money from, the classic doctors because it's all purchases of like new blu-ray box sets or comic books or or novels but a new Jodie Whittaker series goes up on the BBC you pay your license fee or you don't pay your license fee and you can watch it and it doesn't cost you anything um to -hmm. do that and if you want to buy it afterwards fine that's great but there's less it's it's almost like there's less money Mm-hmm. in promoting a show that's currently on TV than there is in promoting fifty odd years of, of <laughs> backstory that can be kind of repackaged and repurposed and sold.
0: Yeah, it doesn't help when they uh when they limit the 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 capacity to pick things up to do with the new series as well. So when you close the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff, which is always a sore point of mine, mm. they had a huge gift shop there and they always had loads of modern Doctor Who stuff. Loads of it. And that place was
3: always packed. Um, I've always been quite bitter I never actually managed to visit. <laughs> oh, Jordan. Visit. I, I got turned
2: down for the box office manager job. I oh. was not too experienced. I went went for an interview and everything. Uh, it was great. Uh, so I went for an interview the day they were filming Cold War. And I was sat in the canteen waiting to kind of go up to the office. And I saw Liam, um, I forgot his name, There, the guy in Game of Thrones and stuff. Um, who plays the submarine captain in Cold War. Oh, yeah. yeah sort yeah, yeah. of yeah. sitting, eating his lunch, <laughs> in a kind of military outfit. And I knew the only film kind of Doctor Who and Casualty there. So I was just like, well, that's either a really weird episode of Casualty <laughs> or he's going to be in the next <laughs> series of Doctor
3: Who. You didn't get the job. That is didn't get the job. terrible. Didn't get the job. Didn't get the job. I remember seeing something actually about that on... they was something like Indeed or something. And I remember seeing, I was like... <laughs> shall i apply for it and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna bother i'm not gonna bother but I, d- oh. I remember seeing a job about something about the experience
0: should have done it would have been amazing i should have done it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you go maria did you ever end up at the experience
1: uh, yeah i went uh, was it on in london because i'm sure yeah, i went it's to yeah, see,
3: they're the yeah. two that i've been to is the one in london
1: I'm sure I went to the one in London and I actually really enjoyed it um yeah I did go yeah I really liked it I I thought it was really good and it was a shame they didn't kind of keep it longer mm, um yeah. in the capital really but yeah
0: it was very cool it's a really cool place even if you'd been there I think I went three times in the end and the, the second and third times that I went even though I'd seen most of the stuff in there before it's still a cool place to go and Just chill out and take your time and chat to other Who fans and stuff. It was great, really cool. And then, like I said, at the gift shop at the end, you've got all of the new Blu-rays and DVDs and T-shirts with whoever the uh, Capaldi was at the time, the current Doctor and all sorts. It was great. But Let's finish on a bit of a positive, hopefully. (laughs) Um, Actually, no, it's probably not the best way to do this. Uh, My question was going to be... uh, are you are you looking forward to wh- whether you like Jodie or not or anything like that? Are you looking forward to having new Doctor Who because we're we potentially what three to five months away? Oh yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. From the from the, the uh, series thirteen landing, are, are we excited about seeing some new Doctor Who, regardless of your thoughts about you know Chibbers or Jodie? <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh, to see it. it you know. I was singing the other day at work. I was like, "When was the last series of of Dog Who on?" And I was thinking, "No, it wasn't it wasn't this year?" For some reason, I had a thingy that it was this year. I was like, "No, it was only the, the the Dalek one." No, so I'm I'm definitely ready for the the new series of it whenever whenever it comes out. Mm-hmm. Maria.
1: Um, yeah I I am looking forward to the new series. Um you know for all my criticisms um I always welcome new who cuz um you know we don't know how long it will continue for so um yeah I'll always welcome new who in in whatever shape and form it comes in.
0: I feel like Mark's going to be the the conversely a different <laughs> opinion. No here. no no oh, no, I, no, I, no.
1: To be honest um
2: yeah I I'm looking forward to it. I mean um, like I say, I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting um the first couple of series uh, for the the podcast. Um, we're gonna I think we're gonna be it's gonna be weird because I think we're gonna end up being doing that whilst the new series is going out, so that'll be kind of an odd uh, <laughs> sort of disconnect. But um yeah, I think I kind of wish they'd stuck to their guns and kind of kept Jodie and Mandip and nobody else and just had a kind of two two-hander, but I'm really interested to see the dynamic between them and John Bishop. I rented the one other acting role by John Bishop, (laughs) which is a film called (laughs) Root Irish the other day. So I watched that over the weekend. I mean, I'm always, you know, I can have negative thoughts about Doctor Who or kind of wish it could do some things better, but I'm always going to be there every time it, Mm -hmm. every time it comes back on because it's Doctor Who, you know, and, (laughs) uh, there'll definitely be at least one episode in there that will be really good. And cause mm. I mean, I, I think with all Jodie Whittaker series, there's been a couple of episodes that I've really enjoyed. Um, and you know, I'm really keen to kind of go back. To, so I'm sure there'll be, there'll be stuff in there to enjoy. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Cool. I, I guess we fall into that bucket. Love it or hate it. Of we were saying about there will always be fans that tune in. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to watch it so i guess we described ourselves earlier that you know feelings aside on whatever element that's not floating the boat at the time we will still tune in and hope for that really good run of episodes that you know we had in the rtd and some of the moffat era i guess yeah yes uh okay and um before we close out what you got are you guys um specifically uh, diving into any Doctor Who in the next week or two. Have you got any big finish lined up, any reading, any podcast? Actually, uh, Mark, what's the other podcast you do? Let's give you a bit of a promo. Well, I, was,
2: I, I, can do, I, I can do quite a, a good plug here. So, um, two week, well, it'll be a week as this goes out. On the 6th of June, we're doing a live episode of On The Time Lash. That's a Sunday evening at 7.30, um, because I'm currently researching to make a documentary about Doctor Who fandom. In the 1990s, you know, in its darkest time (laughs) when there was no Doctor Who on on screen, because it was kind of a mad time. And it was when Mm. I first got into the show. Um, So I'm working on that with a friend of mine. And we're going to be talking about that with my podcast co-host Ben um, Sunday, the 6th of June. So yes, on the Time Lash, be on the the Time Lash YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, hopefully see some of you there.
0: Excellent. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, we'll tune in on the Time Lash. That's available on all the podcast apps all and the, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. wherever you, you get your podcasts. Whenever you get your podcasts, Yeah, awesome. Uh, Jordan, and aside from writing for us, are you writing for anyone else at the moment? You're doing anything? Anything cool?
3: I do. A f- I do a few articles for a website called The Doctor Who Companion. Of- oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I tend to do news, so it's you know it, I like I like doing all that, but I've done some interesting other stuff for them. Um, and I've also started doing a few articles for um the Doctor Who Appreciation Appreciation oh, okay. Society. Oh nice. So um that's that's been quite cool. Um but I've not really I've not really had the time this sort of last week to sort of really delve into anything new. Mm-hmm. Um I think I listened to the, the opening story of the new Sir Doctor Big Finish set. Um things like the unzal incursion or something that was really good that was a really good story um but yeah no so i'm sort of i write you know <clears throat> loads of different loads of different <laughs> um sites so
0: yeah cool yeah if you want to check out some of jordan's other stuff yeah it's the doctor who com. yeah yes go and check that out and Maria, I know that you still have, you still have an exclusivity agreement with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I will be honest. I mean, I, you know, I love you guys, so you know, I want to stick with you guys. Um, That's loyalty, you know, there. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I'm, I'm probably, um, I. There's a couple of um, good podcasts that I listen to. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: That Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm and kidding. Go on, you go on.
1: Guys, well, you guys <laughs> are first. You know that you guys you'll always come first in my heart. But there are a couple of other podcasts that um, I'm going to give a shout out to because I think they're really good. Um, there's one called um, Progder who that I love, um, which is um, uh, which is um, I think there's three or four guys on there that are really funny. They're a little bit rude as well. Um but it's called Pragda and they pay, uh, they also play uh, prog music as well <laughs> in between their kind of discussions, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, and there is an All ladies uh, podcast called Verity. oh yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
1: which is really good. It's some um, uh, international ladies that sit and discuss um dr Who, so um i love listening to them so i'm going to try and probably listen to a couple of those this week i'm definitely going to listen to the big finish um, christopher eccleston um uh release because i'm i'm curious because i i do love christopher eccleston so i'm going to have a listen to that and um yeah that'll be probably my week done to be honest
0: nice yeah the verity podcast they've been going for years Yeah, it's good. Good. Good podcast, that one. Nice one, guys. Right. Well, uh, I think on that note, uh, I'm going to roll the credits for uh, roundtable number two. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you stopping by for another week. Apologies that we weren't around last week. Uh, We have a certain person that is uh, uh, off and about on travels. So, um, (laughs) let's turn a spanner in the works. I've jest, of course. You know. Uh, So we weren't around last week. So, um, next week on the show, I, I have no idea. If these guys aren't busy, I might draft them in for another one. If they're sick of this, then I might do a persona one who knows but we'll uh i'll come i'll I'll cross that bridge when we come to it's been great talking through the stuff it's these round tables are very cool because uh on the actual podcast we talk about the light and fluffy stuff you know we talk about stories and a little bit of news and that's it and then we review stuff but on this one i feel like we tackle the 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 hard issues the stuff that needs talking about which is good so very very much enjoy so thank you guys for taking the time out of your evening uh, to come and, and talk Doctor it's all good uh, just to do the cheesy usual stuff you can listen to this show on wherever you get your podcasts you're for free give us a like and a follow and whatever if you've got a minute to leave us a, a rating that'd be cool because that really helps us and uh, we're on the socials too Instagram, Twitter and Facebook we have a free Discord server as well there's a link on the website come and sign up to that hang out and chat Doctor Who the website is bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk and you can read on that website all of the cool articles and reviews that these guys write for us which is very cool so uh until potentially next week uh or round table number three wherever that might be uh, it's been very very cool chatting to you guys so maria thank you very much
1: uh thank you very much gary uh
0: jordan thank you very much oh, thank you <laughs> and mark thank you very much deed Thank you, Gary. Right. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Uh, Are you guys going to do it with me this time or not? Ready? Three, two, one. (laughs) Alondie. Howdy, howdy, do Who Fans and welcome to the Big Blue Box podcast. My name's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> one day I come back. Oh, Maria!
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. You'll have, you'll have to count me in again. I'm really sorry. I'm trying to move around. Sorry, let me sorry, let me see if I can just sit in one place and see if that works.
0: so So just (laughs) wait for me to say my name's gary and then you just come in with my name's maria
1: okay perfect thank
0: you followed by mark followed by jordan are we cool
2: are we cool right let's go go take number three